0: the first entry of a new monthly series, I share some quick reflections on five games I played in October 2021, both new and old. In this edition I take a look at Eastwood, Inscription, Wrecker Sunken Land, the demo of Suplice and the FPS classic Return to Castle Wolfenstein. First up, Eastwood, which was released this year, developed by Pixbill and published by Chucklefish. Top-down pixel art adventure Eastward was easily one of the most hyped indie releases of September this year. Pixpill is a new small studio based in Shanghai who display a tremendous skill for pixel art. Their first game is one of the most remarkable showcases for that style, maybe ever. I had the chance to belatedly review the game for Entertanium, and found myself mostly agreeing with the wave of very positive takes. Potential players should be cautioned, though, that an experience that lovingly riffs on early Zelda entries and Earthbound is bulked out by a hugely talky script, which can eat up something like 60% of your time with the game. While this factor will prevent numerous players from reaching the end of their eastward journey, the game will definitely attract a lot of loving fans. Part of that is to do with the game's exceptional visuals and sound. One aspect I may not have fully communicated in my review is how superb the music is, The soundtrack comprises over two hours of varied and inspired contributions by Joel Korolitz, who will next be heard in Halo Infinite in December. Next up, Inscription, also released this year, developed by Daniel Mullins Games and published by Devolver Digital. Canadian developer Daniel Mullins built a cult reputation with his games Pony Island in 2016 and The Hex in 2018, which provided twisting, mutating meta-experiences. Published by Devolver Digital, Inscription is Mullins' shot at the big time and is very likely to succeed in some style. While nominally a deck builder with horror and escape room puzzle elements, this is a genuinely extraordinary and endlessly surprising game, one which I had the pleasure to play early and to cover for Entertainium. Reading the early reviews has been fascinating because, like me, the various writers have taken great pains to avoid spoiling the game's numerous rug pulls and, frankly, jaw-dropping surprises. Then again, they may not have seen it all. Despite my many hours of the game, I know I haven't. Inscription isn't all about oddball weirdness and shooting for cult appeal, though. The game is built on an extremely solid gameplay foundation, driven by card play, which remains intriguing over the course of what is a fairly lengthy game. I'm not alone in thinking that this is my game of the year so far, by a large margin. If deck builders or mysterious metagames appeal to you at all, you should definitely play its free demo, at the very least. Wrecker Sunken Land, also released this year, developed and published by Mockingbird Softworks. Games built on the GZ Doom port of the Doom Engine are an increasingly major part of the recent retro FPS or boomer shooter renaissance. Developed by Mockingbird Softworks, mostly a one-person operation, Wrecker was originally released for free in 2018 and was instantly recognised as one of the most impressive Doom Engine projects ever made, especially among those with vanilla compatibility. Three years on, Wrecker has just been released in an enhanced and expanded commercial edition via Steam with the Sunken Land subtitle. Set in a distinctive faux-viking world at war with the undead, Wrecker Sunken Land is aptly described as a shooter that escaped from 1995. It has 32 levels, plus four secret ones, spread across four episodes, the last of which is exclusive to the new version. With all new graphics, enemies, weapons, and an atmospheric score, it's an impressive achievement. Ammo and health is arguably a bit too tight, so leaning on quicksaves is advised. While some might fain- find the game to be a little too antiquated in its look and design philosophy, it's a must-buy for fans of classic Doom, and the developer richly deserves your support. I also checked out the demo for Supplice which is due to be released in 2022. It was developed by Mechworks and is published by HyperStrange. Continuing on the theme of Doom Engine games, there is Suplice, which incidentally takes its odd name from the French for Torment. Developed by a group of modding and mapping veterans from the tirelessly productive Doom community, Suplice is due for release in 2022, but has a generous two-level demo available now. The game is published by HyperStrange, who have a number of other retro FPS games on their books. Established fans of classic Doom will feel almost immediately at home, but this game has a much more modern sensibility than something like Wrecker. For one thing, you can look up and down. While the two maps on offer are both sprawling and excellent, I do have some navigational concerns at this point. It's very easy to get lost, which could be a problem if the game is heavily focused on environments of this scale. That aside, Suplice is extremely promising, with satisfying guns, varied enemies and superb texture and sprite work. While the game is highly likely to be essential for retro FPS fans, the test of true greatness will be if developers' mechworks can find ways to surprise the jaded boomer shooter veteran in an increasingly crowded market. And lastly, I played Return to Castle Wolfenstein from 2001 with the real RTCW mod. Return to Castle Wolfenstein was developed by Grey Matter Interactive and published by Activision. I've always loved to return to Castle Wolfenstein. Prior to its original release in November 2001, I read and reread the sprawling and rapturous review in PC Gamer when paper magazines were a thing that anyone actually read. I think it got 94%. When I bought the game at full price on release, it did that rare thing and actually lived up to my towering expectations. For the last two decades, I've replayed the game every year or two, and still regard it as one of the best and most underrated first-person shooters ever made, and certainly of its era. Sadly, it was somewhat overshadowed then by Medal of Honor Allied Assault, which was released a few months later, but is clearly the far inferior game. This time around, I've revisited Return to Castle Wolfenstein a bit differently, by using the very impressive Real RTCW mod, which at the time of writing or speaking in this case, is on version 3.3. This is a fairly comprehensive but respectful overhaul which upscales the textures, replaces most of the weapon models, improves sound effects, and makes various other subtle but worthwhile changes. One recent update buffed the flamethrower, which was previously annoyingly underpowered. Some may find the numerous added weapons to be a bit of an intrusive addition, but they're actually quite cleverly integrated and they quickly grew on me. Ultimately, Real RTCW takes a brilliant game and makes it just that little bit better. So that's my roundup of what I played in October 2021. I really recommend all of these games and one demo in the form of Suplice. Really looking forward to seeing how that works out upon its final release in 2022. And I plan to do another one of these each month, beginning in November, Well, I'll be going through the games that I play in that month. In the meantime, do check these games out, and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to this episode. You can find more of my writing in text and audio form at my site, andyjohnson.xyz. You can also find me on Twitter at andyjohnsonuk and you can support me at patreon.com slash andyjohnson. Catch you next time.